Welcome, welcome, welcome to McGuire Moments, Episode 5. I am one of your hosts, Joshua Antoon, Director of Risk Management. Christopher Shea, President and CEO. And we have a special guest today. Kelly Supa, Director of the Life Enrichment Adult Program. Thank you everyone for listening and taking time out of their day to uh, learn more about McGuire and the passion we have for working here. So first, we'll, we'll jump right into some McGuire news we have. Well, McGuire Summerfest and Carnival, as you know, was a great success. So I want to thank uh, Joe and Jeannie Hughes again for providing that uh, wonderful opportunity to all of our children and adults and all of our staff. And I want to thank all of you who participated, supported, and just simply came to enjoy the day. It was such a fun day. I tell you one thing. So um, at one point I was under the pavilion working on the, uh, you know, making the cotton candy and spooling it up for everybody. And I looked over and there were so many people, so many faces, so many smiling faces. It like, I, I was just like, this feels like this fun music festival. That, that's that's the amount of people that were around. And I, it, it just like really, really filled my heart to see everyone back here again, everyone having a good time. Um seeing people that I haven't seen in a while. I know we keep on harping back on the COVID times and the COVID times, but I think that's going to be an, an ongoing theme for not just us here at McGuire, but everywhere, everyone around the world, around the country. And it was just quite, quite a lovely time to see everyone. I just really enjoyed it. So personally, thank you, Joe and Jeannie, for, for doing that. Yeah, I, I, I think the participation was um, tremendous. And you don't realize how many of their how many of us there really are until you see everybody in their teal Summerfest t-shirts walking around and then you're like, holy cow, there's a lot of people here. Yeah, yeah, it was a sea of teal that was there. Yeah, it was it was great. And I enjoyed everything from the food to the uh, the large animals, um, all the different games. There was a lot of fun different blow-up games I think everyone had a good time with. Uh, the dunk tank was fun for me. I'd, I'd never been in a dunk tank before. Um don't forget the foam machine. The foam machine, yes. That was a really fun surprise, because I didn't know what to expect. And I think everyone was a little hesitant to get into it, but then, like, right when a couple people just walked right in, everyone popped in and had a nice time. And I think one of the other things that I was uh, hitting success was there was a lot of people uh, gambling on the pick races. That was a really fun game. So for those of you who weren't here, is they had these mechanical pigs, and they were in lanes, and you kind of just put put your bet on uh, who would win the pig race after the, the person started them up. And they had really funny um, funny names, like the Notorious P.I.G. That's the one I remember specifically. So I thought that was a really, really neat game as well. Yeah, so we wrapped up the uh, McGuire Summerfest and Carnival, and then we just recently had McGuire's annual wine tasting, which was a hit and another great, successful year. It's growing year after year, and I saw a lot of new faces, which is always good. And, um, you know, I know we usually give shout outs and we wait until the shout out portion. But since I'm talking about the wine fest, we had a lot of uh, our employees volunteer. And I just wanted to give them a shout out and thank uh, Rose and Gina and Nancy and Sue. They were uh, servers or pours. And um, I think they had just as much fun as everybody else. But it, it was a very, very nice turnout. 
So, you know, summer life is drawing to an end, and there's the fall smell, uh, so to speak, in the air. But there's still lots for us to do and experience. So we still got Miracle League fall ball season uh, going on, and it's still every Wednesday night, weather permitting. And we have bonfires and hayrides scheduled. We have a bonfire coming up on September 29th, which should be a lot of fun. And, of course, Halloween. And rumor has it that the Haunted Hallway is coming back for a spectacular debut this year. I wonder what the theme will be this year. Do you think it'll be uh, Hereditary or A24 horror movies? I don't know. I don't know. What did we do in the past? There was pirate ships? Yeah. one. There was one that was Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, um, that's my favorite Halloween movie. I remember creating the uh, the horse itself. It was all paper mache, I believe. And then we put these, like, these tap lights with like red gel cover over top of it so there so its eyes glowed red as we like rolled it through the hallway it was it was a lot of fun um i can't think of any of the other other things yeah and then they did the haunted pavilion for a yeah while, but yeah uh, i like that because it gave like kind of like a haunted house maze at a carnival feel so that yeah. it was a different feel but no i like the idea of uh jumping back down into the hallway yeah everybody's excited about it from what i hear so that's pretty much it for McGuire News right now. I'm going to add one thing to that is uh, last week was DSP week where we had a lot of fun events. Uh, DSP week is a time where we can thank the DSPs that work here, the QIDPs here at main campus and the program specialists in the community home. They did a lot of events for the DSPs and there was a lot of recognition on our social media. So you can always go back and check out those posts where we highlighted specific staff and what they do and how they serve our individuals here. So I always like to, uh, to talk about DSP week because without the DSPs, you know, McGuire doesn't work, doesn't run. Yeah, no, absolutely. In my notes, I actually had that uh, under shout-outs, but that's good. We're, oh, we're perfect. Just, yeah, we're jumping around. To, we're just jumping around. I like um, it. No, but I like the signs that everybody put up. I mean, you, you drive up Mercer Road, and you see we love our staff, and we do love our staff, and we couldn't do it without them. And I, I just hope they, they truly realize that how much they are appreciated. And, you know, and, and coming back to the uh, Summerfest and Carnival, that was just as much for them as it was for the children and adults. It's our way of when we can do these kind of things that, hey, we appreciate um, all the hard work and we don't have a magic wand to fix you know, our, our struggles anytime soon, but we can at least provide some outlets where everybody can have fun and blow off some steam. Yes, agreed. All right, so we'll move to some, some shout outs right now. Uh, from the ICF, I have a few uh, on the docket for this episode. Um, so, first one is we're going to give a shout out to Stephanie Markatich. She's noted to be one of the veteran DSPs who have had who's had a hand in developing and improving schedules on the residential floors, and she's always willing to help a new employee. Those first couple weeks are are you know rough to to any job. First couple weeks at a new job is difficult and challenging. So, um, definitely any veterans. Uh, that pitch in to help and guide the new staff are always appreciated. And we need our new staff. We need, I know it's frustrating working with somebody when they don't know what they're doing, but we need to nurture them. And we need to remember that we were once new at one time. So, you know, we're relying on them. So don't, 
drive them away. We've got to keep, keep all the new people that we bring through the door and help them succeed and be as much of a great success as some of our veteran staff have become over the years. That's right. That's right. Uh, next, we have Karen Dillinger getting a shout out in the IS- ICF. She uh, regularly helps transport some of our, um, our adults uh, down to their day program, helps with the school kids, walking them over to school. So uh, that's definitely appreciated. Uh, the o- overall housekeeping department, they're getting a shout out here. So a lot of them are staying and doing extra time where they're going to, they're helping with active treatment. They're helping with feeding and overall helping the quality of our individuals and their safety of their lives. So thanks for the uh, housekeepers that stay after a little bit to, to put in a little extra time. Um, and then we have a shout out to our respiratory department, specifically Bob Diamond. Uh, he, he received a compliment from the family member to the director of residential services that this family really appreciated how he worked with their loved one and the demeanor he had while working it, telling jokes, being very personal with the individual. You know, when you're doing some medical treatments, that can be, that can be scary for somebody. So the family really appreciated the way he interacted with their loved one. Yeah, those, those are nice things to hear. And, um, I know that that kind of stuff goes on all the time, but it's important for us to know that, hear it, and um, also share that so that everybody else knows it and hears it as well. And I I just have a shout out uh, to uh, a community home person. Um, I believe she's worked for McGuire for uh, 25 years, um, if not a little bit longer than that. But uh, I just want to say Jamie Braylock has accepted... Uh, the position of community home safety coordinator. So we're excited about that. So yeah, look forward to what you can contribute on the the safety side of everything. And I'm the co- the chair of the safety committee. So this will be nice to have someone um, directly in the community home to handle all that that uh, issues that pop up. Kelly, do you have any shout outs from the Leap program? I do. Excellent. Uh, Miss Sherry Bright, she came out of retirement. She's helping us out at the Leap program in Ada. She's a receptionist out there, but she does it all. She's helping our program specialists. She helps transport individuals. She's worked with McGuire for many years, so she has a lot of a lot of uh, good attributes to bring. She's great. We love her. Well, that that kind of reminds me. Of the last podcast we talked about a rumor that Judy Lane was possibly retiring, and I said that wasn't true because I wasn't allow her to retire. But if she still continues to to push that she's going to retire. That's perfect. Just like Sherry, she can come back and come on back. You can you can retire, Judy, but we still have work for you. All right, thanks, Kelly. So, uh, you know, everyone who listens knows that I have some specific questions that I that I like to ask uh, our staff that work here that that are that are on the podcast. So. First, first and foremost, how did you get started with McGuire? Well, I got started here 12 years ago. Um, I'm a transplant from Minnesota to the Pennsylvania area. I was looking for a job and McGuire popped up. Um, I was going back to school to get my bachelor's and I figured this was a great place to work at while I went to school. So I started as direct care at Mainsight. I, I worked there for a while. Um, then I took a position in the scheduling department and more opportunities presented themselves. So I was an instructor. I was a program specialist for a few years. I was uh, presented with a great opportunity to work as an assistant director for LEAP. 
and now I am the director of the LEAP program. That's excellent. You know, this is why I like doing uh, these podcasts, because I did not know you were from Minnesota. Oh. That's pretty cool. So what were you doing in Minnesota prior to coming here? I was going to school. Oh, I received okay. my um, associate's degree in criminal justice. Okay. The Twin Cities, right? Fergus Falls. Fergus Falls. I have no idea where that is. Um, there, there's an ongoing joke between Kelly and I. Years and years ago, this is way off topic, but that's how I do it sometimes. Years and years ago, I heard from a friend that, you know, the Twin City is Minneapolis and St. Paul. Mm-hmm. Someone once said that St. Paul was nicknamed Pig's Eye. And I I couldn't remember the story. And we had, you, were, you had not heard of that, right? I have not heard of it, no. Someone from that area had not heard of it. So there is some type of story about how a gentleman nicknamed... St. Paul Pig's Eye many, many years ago, but I always make that joke about the Twin City and was named Pig's Eye. Yeah, we talk about it frequently. We, <laughs> but, we still, but we still don't know the answer to the story. There is some There is some story. I just can't remember what it is, but it took me a while to like track down exactly what it is. So, well, yeah. for the next podcast, we're going to have to know what. Going to deep dive on Pig's Eye. Might be a trivia question. No, that's right. That's right. Yeah, if anyone's on Jeopardy and, and they have the nickname for St. Paul, now you know. It is pig's eye. That's right. Um, no, that's great. That's great. And I love to hear. I, I didn't know that you started as direct care. For some reason, I thought you had started directly as uh, like a supervisor scheduler. So mm-hmm. that's okay. great. All right. So, so you said you've been here for about 12 years? Yes, 12 years. Excellent. So in all of that time, all of those 12 years, uh, what is your favorite McGuire memory? Well, we could be here all day. It's not just one, it's multiple memories. Um, I like the one-on-one experiences I've had with certain individuals. I like the outings I went on with a lot of the individuals. The specifically nautical nature at Moraine State Park. That was fun. We did that well, every year for a while. Was that That's the boat ride, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I've never been on it, but I've seen some pictures, and it looks like it looks amazing, honestly, to see our individuals on this big kind of glass, not glass boat, but they, they have big windows, big, big windows, picturesque yeah. windows. Yeah, that's what I thought. They bring that outside inside. That's amazing. When you're on the boat. Yeah. Um, and how you both were talking about the large group event, the carnival, the summer fest, and it is those large group activities that I really enjoy. Uh, the musicals, comedy show, the haunted pavilion. I've never experienced a haunted basement, so I'm looking forward to that. I was not here when that was around. Wow, that just dated at twelve years. Yeah, I know. Done the haunted hallway. Wow, that that is that is wild. It feels like it's only been a couple of years. Because of COVID, I have no sense of time. <laughs> that is true. You know, that is true. we just I just had this conversation with my wife this morning. She goes, "Well, these last three years." I was like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "We're on the threshold of four years. Come this December, it's going to be or well, it was right it, after yeah, January. January. Yeah, yeah." Four years. So, yeah, but uh, and anything else? Any other, like, out- specific outings that stick out to you that you've been on? Any other adventures with our individuals? Um, I remember, I have a lot when I was direct here. Mm-hmm. I worked with the individuals a lot more closely. Um, playing board board games, I don't know if we can say names. I won't say the last name. Suzanne. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I started working with her. Her and I have a great relationship. Um, Karen, when I was an instructor, um, she's since passed away. But her laugh, if you know who I'm talking about. You oh, yeah. hear her. You could hear her on the van when you were inside. I mean, she was loud. She was um, very dear to me. Excellent. All right. So, as the director of the LEAP program, can you tell the audience exactly 
what uh, the league program is all about. I know we mentioned earlier that it stands for Life Enrichment Adult Program, that, we, that it serves specifically adults, but why don't you go ahead and g g give us a little like history on it maybe and then yeah, some background. That'd be great. Uh, the Life Enrichment Adult Program, we are committed to providing individualized programs and support to assist every adult by choosing to live life to the fullest. We have one program located at our main campus in New Brighton, and the second program is located in Howitt City. Between both services or both locations, we uh, provide uh, up to 113 individuals approximately between both locations. Um, as an integral part of McGuire Memorial's range of services, adults with profound disabilities find opportunities to experience life-enriching experiences that would never otherwise be available to them. Uh, they participate in on-site on activities as part of small and large groups, in a nature program held in an on-campus greenhouse, and in community outreach programs both on and off-site that keep the individuals connected to and involved in the community. Uh, some of the activities of the on-site include seasonal and holiday, we have a bell fire, spa days, race car derbies, dancing contests, the list goes on and on, truly it's really what we make of it for the individuals. You just use your imagination. We've, we're doing it or we've done it or we're going to do it in the future. Yeah, that's one thing I can say about our day programs. Our individuals have uh, extremely busy lives. Um, not only are they doing activities together when they go home to the residential program day long, especially with uh, CPS and, and community support services, we're out and about and we're, it just, it amazes me the the, the things that we do and all the participation that our individuals are involved in, uh, in the community, uh, basically as an outlet through the, the day programs, um, both building in Hellwood City and the LEAP building here at the main site. Um, we also recognize the uh, life's spiritual component and contribute to the spiritual lives of our adults of any faith tradition by providing appropriate services and programs at both locations as well. So we have um, we have mass, we have certain pastors and ministers come in throughout the week to provide whichever service we need or individuals desire at both locations. Yeah, and one other thing that I like that the, the LEAP program does, you know, the, the main purpose is to obviously provide life enrichment for our individuals, but there's a lot of times where um, the the staff with the individuals provide services for the community. For example, we earlier today we were talking about um, uh, a couple of the girls participate in Meals on Wheels. Mm -hmm. You know, those type of uh, organizations our individuals get involved in to help out. Yeah, they, at, the, at LEAP, the individuals enjoy opportunities to participate in a wide variety of activities, like community outings and volunteer projects. Being involved in the community creates opportunities for new experiences and interests, the potential to develop, to develop friendships, and the ability to make a contribution to the community. So I guess my big question is, uh, there, there is something that happens every December that everyone looks forward to, like so much so before COVID, we had people from the outside coming in, like support coordinators coming in. So do we have a date yet for the Christmas craft sale yet? It is coming, but I cannot give you a hard date yet, but I, I will get back to you on that. Perfect. I've got so many ornaments on my tree that were purchased at this craft sale and wreaths and all kinds of like cool things around the house that are, have become part of my, you know, uh, Christmas decorations every year. So it's really, really fantastic. Yeah, that is a huge hit. Mm -hmm. People like like to come in for that. Uh, everyone's so creative with the things that they make. 
different paths. It's, it's wonderful. But something new that we are doing this Halloween is we're going to have a trunk or treat at Ada Drive oh, on the thirty-first. Cool. Oh, that's nice. I like that. Yeah, that is. Cool. Mm-hmm. Are costumes required? Absolutely. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's right. What are you going to go as, Josh? Oh man, uh, as a lantern fly. <laughs> I'm just going to bug everybody, no pun intended, oh, pun intended on that one, uh, fly around, flitter. People are going to try and chase me. I think it'll, it'll, be, it'll be a grand old time. Well, one of the things that you said, Kelly, um, uh, when we were talking about all the stuff that we do, but one of the things that's always near and dear to, to my heart was the musicals. And, um, again, I think we're getting in a position where we should bring back some musicals. We have that in, in the back of our mind there. It's... Oh my gosh, are you going to announce that we're doing Hamilton, Kelly? Is that what you're doing right now? No, I'm not. <laughs> we want to do that. But we want to get back to And that. the subtlety in your voice, I'm not putting you on the spot. <laughs> are you trying to get an audition? <laughs> I would be a great um, Aaron Burr. Okay, I have no idea. I, I, the audience, I do not sing, but um, it would be hilarious. Right. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you for that insight on, on LEAP program and letting everyone get to know you a little bit better. Thank you. Now it's time for Name That Tune. So I'm going to announce right now the winner of last month's um, song. So it was... What was the song, Chris? Do you remember? Do you want me to do it? Yeah, yeah I don't remember right. what it Our was. Our winner was Joe Rhodes. Yes, yes. Joe Rhodes is the winner, so congratulations, Joe. We have... Uh, we have a couple prizes for you. But the song was Angel of the City by Robert Tepper, and it was from the movie Cobra. Sylvester Stallone and Bridget Nielsen. That's right. That's right. I do remember that now. It, I just had a blank. All right. So now Chris is going to play for us the song for this weekend. And don't forget uh, to enter, email me your answer that is the name of the song, the artist, and the 80s movie it comes from. So my email is jantune at mcguirememorial.org. All right, here we go. This month's Name That Tune. And um, I uh, fancy myself quite uh, a movie aficionado, and I did not know any of the other Name That Tunes, but I actually do know this one, so I'm not going to give any hints or anything like that. No, but I did test Josh this morning, and he he did not let me down for a third time. I I got two out of the three. I I don't think I remember. I didn't know the artist, so... All right, so uh, like I said, everyone email me at jantune.mcguirememorial.org, the band the song and the 80s movie it was um, utilized in. 
that's it for our uh, episode today. I want to thank everyone for listening again. I want to thank Kelly for joining us and giving us some insight on the LEAP program. Yeah, I think that uh, it's great for us to continue highlighting our McGuire programs, and we're going to do that until we get through all of them. And then uh, we've got a lot more stuff planned for the podcast as we go forward. We're going to have many more guests. But I just want to thank everybody for listening, especially uh, those listening out of state and out of country and across the world. I think that's awesome. And I'm still yep. waiting to hear back from whoever's listening to us in Germany. We still haven't heard. That's right. We we don't, but welcome and keep yeah. on listening. Yeah. But as always, I would like to just briefly close us in a prayer. And I just want to say thank you, Lord God, our Father, for all the blessings that you that you bestow upon us and continue to watch over us and guide us and you know, we are so blessed to have this privilege of uh, serving the children and adults of McGuire. And we just continue to, you give us the wisdom and the guidance and the direction that we need. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So that's all, folks. See you next time. Bye.